We're back. It's Engage Magazine on American Family Radio. In the last segment, we we saw... I love questions, guys. I'll be honest with you. My life is kind of driven by questions. And um, if you notice, we rarely really state the question that we're asking in a radio program like we do in this one. But the last segment was one singular question. What is pro-life? What does it mean to be pro-life? And in this segment, I have one question for us but it's so multifaceted mm-hmm. uh that you know it's kind of like a diamond you you just turn it and you get to see a whole new side of mm-hmm. it and uh so the, the question for us right now is why mm-hmm. are we pro-life why does it matter and this is such a central question because when i have conversations about it um especially with women they will look at me and say you're a man why do you even care <laughs> <laughs> okay wow I'm, I'm just being honest like i've heard that more times than i can count and they'll say you're a man you don't have to have an abortion wow. and therefore you should not have a stance at all you I should not have anything to say don't even know what to think about that oh yeah i've heard it more than more than once well wow. so let's get your response to that jordan what, what would you say to somebody <laughs> well if they were to ask me why am i pro-life um i'd have to say i was <laughs> um you know how before, tr- I can see Jordan's yeah, face, yeah. and he is really trying hard not to be super sarcastic right yeah. now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so before, you know, w- when you're a teenager, you don't think about things. So up until I was, you know, 18 or whatever, I was just sort of born pro-life. Sure. I was pro-life because I knew that was the right, you know, the right way to think. And, probably and was, part of you is like, hey, there's something right here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and plus I had a lot of um, younger siblings, so seeing them as a baby, I mean, it was in my mind – when, when my mom was expecting a baby, there's a baby in there. Sure. Yeah. Like I could, I could feel it moving around and stuff. Uh, so that was really ingrained into me um, from a young age. Um, but I guess it all really solidified when my wife was expecting a baby. Mm-hmm. When we first had that news, and it was like, okay, uh, <laughs> <laughs> my life just changed forever. It, yeah, yeah. It, it, and it did, and no more sleep. Yes, <laughs> and that really <laughs> confirms this thing is real. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. But, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, when we had the the first sonogram, and you you hear the heartbeat, you see, you see the, the little jelly bean. That right. doesn't mm-hmm. look like a person, but yeah. you know it is because you can hear, hear the beat. It. Yeah. It's it it really does change your life on a on a really deep level. Um, so. The reason I'm pro-life is less of an apologetics reason because I never really had to be convinced of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was been it, it just through real life experiences, it was confirmed for me. Yeah, mine's very similar to you, so I won't repeat yeah. exactly. Okay. So I'll give some additional comments. Right. But you look at the one of the first uh, places you see somewhat of a civil government, and the scriptures is when God says that if you kill someone or you murder someone that it's in Genesis mm. chapter nine there that that you that, that a life should be taken mm-hmm. for that. Yeah. You know, yeah. Um the death penalty is what it is. Mm. And then of course you see it's either in Proverbs or Psalms where the, he says he hates the shedding of innocent blood. Mm. I mm-hmm. believe that's Proverbs. And so you see how God views um not just his view of life, which is important, mm. but his view and his uh wrath toward the, the killing of innocent mm-hmm. life, and so you can, so as a Christian, you know we hold to that position um, because of what Scripture says and what God's laid out for us. In addition to yeah. the 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 real life experience mm-hmm. that Jordan had is yeah. what I had, mm-hmm. and seeing my first child born and sitting in the in the um the nurse's room and 
watching that heart. Oh, oh man, it's crazy, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, see, <laughs> so. I'll tell you. Uh, for for me, we had um, so not to get really technical, but y'all know the the sack. The uh, placenta, sure, or whatever sure, it is, sure. can can sometimes yeah, it's, get it's don't the, go any farther than that. Baby. No. Yeah, no farther <laughs> than that. But it can that, get though. in front of the baby. <laughs> yes, right. Yes. So that happened with our first kid, mm. and so there was about a two minute span during a checkup where the nurse could not find the heartbeat. Oh, mm. yeah. let me tell you, if there was any question as to whether there was a real baby in there or not, uh, that those two minutes, yeah, yeah. were terrifying. Oh, now the, yeah. the, the, she was like, look. It's not a big deal. She was like, let me just go get the doctor and, and we're going to find the heartbeat. Yeah. Everything's fine. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, but uh, it, that didn't help. Scary. You know yeah. what I mean? And so um, talk to a parent. Let me say one other thing about that. And, uh, for this topic also, though, and then this may sound totally bizarre, but uh, there's so many times on any issues like this that I find my, I'm, I like to think. And so I'm mm-hmm. trying to put mm-hmm. myself and that and the, on the opposite end of this. And I thought to myself one day when it comes to like solidifying this, you know, why I'm pro-life, what if I was on the other end Mm. and I was six months, if I was six months old in my mother's womb Mm -hmm. and, you know, and, and I was aborted or, or someone real close to me, it was personal, you know, I just, if I just don't know, I'm just, there's a baby in the womb Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. we don't have the biblical authority and we should not have the legal authority mm-hmm. yeah. to mess with it. Well, let, let's talk about biblical authority. Um, we, we, we love the Bible. Uh, we do see the Bible as our ultimate authority. And, and there are several places uh, where God reveals his will and how he views children. And in a couple of these, um, you know, that we, we get to to see Jeremiah 125 and Psalm 129, 13 through 16. Here's the thing. If you're going down the road, you're listening to this, I don't want you to open up your Bible and turn there. <laughs> uh, we will post these links uh, at the podcast write-up on engagemagazine.net slash podcast. But let me encourage you to go and read those. Both of those reveal that God is actually active in the formation of a baby in the womb. Uh, Jeremiah 1 5 says that, you know, before or when you were in the womb, I knew you. Uh, Psalm 139 uh, or 129? I think it's 39. Yeah, I think it's 39. Um, but it I says that he, I knitted yeah. you together. And and one of the coolest things that I've ever, yeah, most people have this. There's a little indention on your lip right under your nose. You know what I'm talking about? I don't yeah. know what you're talking okay. about. Okay. Yeah. Right, there's a little <laughs> bitty indention. It's right under yeah. your nose. And, and what happens, as I understand, I'm not a doctor, but. Um, the face kind of comes from the ears, mm-hmm. and then it comes together right there. That's why you have that little indentation. It's oh. also why your ears are always a little, little un, un- all, or a little off. So my ears just, are perfectly symmetrical. I know you're just a, you're just a perfect specimen, <laughs> well, no, Jordan. Said, so <laughs> we'll but, get that up on Facebook. And yeah, there back. we no, go. <laughs> but another another thing we look at when it comes to scripture is the story of Moloch, and we're going to get to that right after Wesley gives us a reset. Yes, you're listening to Gage Magazine on American Family Radio. Thank you so much for listening. If you missed the first segment as we answer the question, what does it mean to be pro-life, you can go to EngageMagazine.net, and there, there's a podcast tab at the top. I also want to point your attention to, at EngageMagazine.net, there's a tab that says Magazine. If you go there and fill that out, we will send you a free copy. There's nothing uh, in re- – we're not expecting anything from you in return – we just want to give you a free copy of Engage Magazine so that you can uh, have a tangible example of what we're more about, but also so that you can pass it along. You can get as many copies as you want. Just let us know so that you can hand that out to any yeah, millennials. If you want more than one, 
send us an email, yes. engagefaq at right. afa.net. That comes directly, actually, to all three of us. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so we will take care of you. So if you actually, if you just want to chat with the three of us, you can email us, engagefaq yes. at afa.net. So let's go. Uh, Leviticus um, talks about how Leviticus 22 through 5 says this Say to the Israelites, any Israelite or foreigner, uh, residing in Israel who sacrifices any of his children to Molech mm. is to be put to death. Mm. All right, Jordan. Yeah. Who is Molech? Oh, what man. is Molech? Yeah, Molech, an ancient uh, Middle East, um, and I can't remember what um, nation specifically. Well, the Ammonites and the Canaanites. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Specifically. Yeah, it was probably very, uh, very widespread worship of Molech there. Um, but ironically, Molech was considered a god that brought... Prosperity. I believe he may have been like a fertility god or a sky god, but those two things they bring prosperity and life. Um, but strangely, in spite of that, part of the worship would have be, would be to sacrifice your children to this this god of prosperity. Yeah, and life. we're going to talk about this. So again, if you've got little ears, yeah. now might be a good time to right. Yeah, to turn it or, or come yeah. back, engagemagazine.net slash podcast. But yeah. go ahead. And um, if that, I mean, if if sacrificing your children to a, a pagan deity wasn't uh disgusting enough it was the way they did it was so barbaric and they would i believe it was they had a statue of bronze and they Mm -hmm. would heat they would heat it up and they would lay their living baby in Mm -hmm. the hands to burn up and and while this was going on i mean you'd think that people would be really freaked out but no these people were so hardened that while this was going on they were committing acts of uh just disgusting um it's just disgusting behavior. Yeah, and the thing Somebody is, crystallized in your sin. Yeah, okay. yeah. I mean, they 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 weren't mourning the death of their children; they were celebrating yeah. the death, yeah. celebrating the sacrifice. And, and this was abhorrent to God. Now, um, we know that God values life. Genesis one, as Boise said in the last segment, all of life, all human life, is made in the image of God. This was the destruction of that and sacrifice to a to a false god to a mm. fake god um and god says multiple times in scripture that he hates the shedding of innocent blood mm. and and my fear is that as a country we have become so hardened to this we we've, we've talked about especially in the last segment 97 to 98 percent of abortions done in our country are done for the sake of convenience mm. you either have written or you have a really good article coming up in the journal on the on this abortion, when you compared the wars, yeah, is that coming up or I can't remember? Okay, <laughs> it was for January. It, it was, was for, for January, so it's okay. uh, so it's in. Yeah, okay. Well, there's a you can go to I think it's afajournal.org. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. go check that out. Jordan Champley has an article up there, and he compares abortion to the wars that's yeah. taking place and mm-hmm. the, the death there. And I also watched a video that related to that. Mm-hmm. And uh, if that doesn't stir your heart. And also, Cedra had a really amazing stat just from a couple of days ago, and, and I know we don't have but just a minute, Cedra, but what was that? And then I want to say something else. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, in, in only three days. It was the third day of, of the, the year, year. Of the year. Um, there was almost, there was a good 250,000, over 250,000 uh, abortions. A few hours later, I checked it. It was already up to 300,000 for this year. So get this. By January 3rd of this year, the city, our home city of Tupelo, Mississippi, was gone. Exactly. Just to yeah. put that into perspective. Yeah. Now, here's the thing. I know that there are the, the stats prove that most people in our country have been touched by abortion. They mm-hmm. know someone who's had an abortion. Mm-hmm. They they've had an abortion. Um, 
something along those lines where they've been touched. And 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 what we don't want to do is is sound as though we're coming at you um, with accusations or with shame or anything like that. Here's what we do recognize. We recognize that there is real pain that is involved after abortion. And we recognize that there's someone listening probably right now that's considering it. And we're right. trying to say, don't do that. No, no, <laughs> please don't. There, there, it is not going to help to have an abortion. Uh, there are so many resources out there, and we're going to be talking about those for the rest of this week. But a couple of things. One, go to your pregnancy resource center. There's a ton of them out there. We will put a link um, on the show notes, engagemagazine.net slash podcast, that will actually have a map of a lot of the crisis of the uh, pregnancy resource centers that are available to you that offer opportunities outside of abortion and they will help you and there are ministries that will walk alongside you uh, in this pregnancy until the birth of your child and even well after that so there are opportunities but if you have had an abortion know this you are not alone you do not have to bear the weight and the shame and the guilt alone go to surrenderingthesecret.com there's a it's a ministry that is designed to help you let us know. Engage FAQ at AFA.net. We want to help you. We want to pray over you. And every day and every week, we want to help you to share truth and apply scripture. We'll see you next week.